안녕하세요. Good morning, good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace, 안녕하십니까? I had a breakfast meeting with the two families of New Jersey Church yesterday. This couple is Jonathan and Eddie Combs, and their children are Andrew, Jiwon, and Kawon. Jiwon and Kawon, they are you know, twins. And Matthew, uh, they are really one of the more than second generation couple. Oh, wow. I, I was so happy to see you know, the children, really, really beautiful. And, um, you know, Eddie and then also Jonathan, so raising children so well. And also another family, and Yoshinori Togo and his son's name is uh, Aki Takakoda Toko. Uh, they came to, uh, you know, America, just visit to uh, New Jersey, and I met and father and son together. It was a very beautiful time. Today, I'd like to talk about the, the paths of life for all humankind from True Mother's Anthology, Volume 2, that's a study. The path of life for all humankind. During our life, we receive the love of our parents, share love with our husband or wife, and give love to our children, bringing to fruition all the seeds of God's love sown in the internal world of love. Eventually, we harvest this fruit and go into the next world. When we become completely one in love, we come to resemble God. If a husband and wife work together to complete the three stages of love and then go to the spirit world, they will exist as creators in a reciprocal relationship with God, who is the eternal subject partner. That is what happens when a husband and wife die centering on love. We begin and end in God. The reason people have to die is that our love is limited as long as we are in our physical body. The physical body is inadequate for developing fully as an object partner to God's unlimited love. That is why we move on to our next life as an unfettered, intangible spirit. We die so that we can become one with the ideal of love, together with all of heaven and earth. Death is not a path to suffering. It is a time when the gate of happiness is thrown open, enabling us to possess cosmic love. To die means to move from a world of land where we crawl and walk, to a world where we fly freely. We pass through death in order to become qualified travelers who, with love, can enjoy the entire universe. That is why death is, in reality, a new birth. Yeah. God is the subject partner of true love. Since the time we human beings are in the physical world is a time to experience and practice true love, we can completely resemble God. However, the best way, best way to resemble God's true love is none other than experiencing the four great realms of heart in the family. As children, we grow receiving abundant love from our parents 
We affectionately share love with the brothers and sisters who were born from our parents' love. And next, we realize the couple and exchange love physically and spiritually. And lastly, we complete the love of true parents by raising children. In this way, when we experience the four great realms of heart in the family, we come to resemble God completely. When we go to the spiritual world after experiencing the four great realms of heart, we become eternal, absolute, unchanging object partners of love to God. The reason people have to die is that we are very restricted by the time and space as long as we are in our physical body. Therefore, if you bear fruits through love and through love and then enter the spiritual world, you will enter the kingdom of heaven. The world of infinite true love where you are not restricted by time and space and enjoy happiness and love to the fullest. Human beings need to know that the spiritual world is the place where our spirit selves are originally supposed to go with the achievement of fully mature fruits. However, if you die in a state of the not having been able to bear fully mature fruits, you must come back to the earth again and wait until your spirit self is matured. In fact, you will come to realize that the death is not the path to suffering. It is a time when the gate of happiness is thrown open, enabling us to possess cosmic love. To die means to move from the available land where we crawl and walk uh, to a world where we fly freely. Therefore, the death of the people is not simply disappearing, disappearing by death, but it is in reality a new birth, just as a baby is born from its mother's womb. Um, uh, death is being born again into the uh, eternal world. In one way, we can say that people were born to uh, eventually die with the achievement of true love. In other words, prepare, uh, in other words, people are being that live to reap complete fruits in the physical world and then go to new world. Are you ready to go to spiritual world without any regret? You are still something, you know, uh, I, I, I am not very ready to go to spiritual world. What do you think? And then Father said, if your spirit become really mature, then you are no need to worry about death. So really, we are happily, uh, you are ready to go to spiritual world. Someone said, I don't want to go to spiritual world means your spirit is not ready. Your heart knows very well. If you're getting older and become really mature fruit, and then you don't mind to go to spiritual world. That means you're already much of fruits. So you know that. That's why no need to scare anymore the death, really. That just you really need to focus on more how can you complete about your spirit on the earth. A living divine principle uh, today, uh, uh, freedom, the fall, and uh, restoration. So, 
Uh, one of the blessing and God gave to human being is freedom, right? The purpose in which God gave human beings freedom was eventually fulfilled the principle of the creation joyfully and spontaneously. In other words, we need to know that freedom is the thing that human beings were given in order to fulfill our portion of responsibility with joy and gratitude, love, and a voluntary heart. Okay, next. Freedom and the human fall. To summarize, freedom cannot exist outside the principle. Freedom is accompanied by the responsibility laid out in the principle. And freedom pursues accomplishments that bring joy to God. Free actions generated by free will bring about only good results. Therefore, freedom cannot have caused the human fall. Yes. Free actions generated by free will always bring about only good results. If you fail, even though you have freedom, it would be self-indulgence. We need to understand this point very clearly, right? Free action generated by free will always bring about only good results. Do not bring good results. Is you you do not you do not use how you you do not know how to use the freedom. Next, rather the human fall was caused by the stronger power of unprincipled love, which overwhelmed the freedom of the original mind. In truth, human beings lost their freedom as a result of the fall. When human beings fell, they lose their freedom. Humans. Uh, who have lost their freedom due to the sin, always live as sinners and cannot escape from anxiety, worry, and fear. When Eve was tempted by the angel, she became confused emotionally and intellectually. Although the freedom of her original mind induced in her a sense of foreboding, because the power of, of the love between her and the angel was stronger, she crossed the boundary and fell. Yeah. In order to protect the freedom uh, arising from her original mind, she has to ask God, report to him, and live in his domination. We have to overcome everything by the power we combine our original mind and God's word. So without connecting God's word, okay, without stimulate our original mind by God's word, you cannot overcome. That's why always oh, you need to study God's word and get more strength and power to overcome any kind of temptation. Next. Conversely, since fallen people can also relate with God in freedom, if they follow the words of truth, form a common base, and engage in give and take with him, then the power of principled love can revive their original nature. Yeah. Since fallen people can also relate with God in freedom, if they follow the word of the truth, form a common base, and engage in give and take with him, then the power of the principled love can revive their original nature 
when you live centering on God's word, you can enjoy the freedom of the original nature in his word. Next. The fall of Adam and Eve was caused because freedom was confined. The fall of Adam and Eve was caused because freedom was confined. Human beings cannot use their power because the will of the principle, responsibility, and accomplishment was confined. What kind of power could confine Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden? It was the power of unprincipled love. Today, freedom of fallen people is confined in many ways. Freedom of some people is confined by money. Social workers in government service in Korea were tempted by money and broke the national law. Then their life became miserable, it was reported. Some people were threatened with fists and lost their freedom. Some people lived their lives without freedom as if they would be beaten or killed by somebody. Some people flounder in the swamp of, e of the evil world where they are seized by worry and fear while their freedom have been confined since they were tempted to the illicit love like Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Many people in the world live their lives in the net of the entangled evil world like a wire mesh and lose their freedom, coveting, complaining, grieving, and cursing. After all, human beings lost their freedom by the fall. Yeah. Since the power of the unprincipled, unprincipled love is always stronger than the power of freedom, you know, to overcome that, we must always be stimulated by God's word, centered on original mind, and experience God's love. When is the freedom of the fallen people confined? Freedom is confined by the four great temptations centered on flesh. Freedom is confined due to the money. Freedom is confined due to uh, one's uh, honor. And uh, freedom is confined due to the sexual desires, something like that. Therefore, to find freedom of the original mind, you must repent and return as a fallen man. And you must always accept Abel's dominion and live according to the word. God's word is very, very important, you know, to dominate our body. Without dominating our body, you know, how can we, how can we freely enjoy our freedom? And today's youth ministry uh, serve all people as you are able. So very important content as well. So let's study. Serve all people as you're able. For our faith to grow, we must serve all people as our able. We must always set ourselves in the position of Cain. Even if you are in the able position, you must think of yourself as Cain in order to grow. Even if the other person is your junior, you need to set them as your able and have a heart to always learn. In the world of love, when everyone thinks of themselves as Cain and the other person is able, that center is firm. That is why the Bible teaches us 
to always be meek and humble. But when you assert, I am your, your senior or I am your able, that is not being humble. The true Cain and Abel are not different from each other because their attitudes toward the will are both humble. That is why everyone should live with the attitude of Cain. That is the way to establish the foundation of substance. We must all restore in our own families the archangel's failure to love Adam and Eve from God's standpoint. Also, what the archangel failed to do by setting up Adam and Eve as mediators must be practiced in our families and in our own environment. Yes. In our life of faith, we often make mistakes if we have wrong values about Cain and Abel. Of course, in, uh, in principle, the order of Cain and Abel is very clear. However, if the Cain and Abel relationship is emphasized too externally, and Cain is forced to follow Abel unconditionally, the order of love will be broken. Therefore, the best and the safest, safest way to, for our faith to grow is serving all people as our able. You must always set yourself in the position of a king rather than able. Even if you are in the able position, you must think of yourself as a king in order to grow. In the war, yeah, in the war of love, when everything thinks of themselves as a king and the other person is able, that center is formed. In your life of faith, the path of the thinking of all mankind as you are able is the safe, uh, safest way and the secret to not being accused by Satan. That's why Bible teaches us to always to always be meek and humble. But when you assert, I am your senior, or I am your able, you know, you need to follow me. I am your able, you know, I'm continental director. You need to follow me. I am sub-regional leader. You need to follow me. If we're just only pushing and emphasize your own position, people do not follow you. That is not being humble. The attitude of the true Cain and Abel in walking the way of the walking of the will is being humble toward each other, giving to each other, and serving each other as able. The path of the serving all people as able is the secret to successfully establish the foundation of substance. We must all restore in our own families the archangel's failure to love Adam and Eve from God's standpoint. Next. Cain must set his younger brother, Abel, as the mediator. The archangel should have set Adam and Eve as his mediators. And in Adam's family, Cain, the elder brother, should have set his younger brother, Abel, as his mediator. This is something we must restore in our own families. Therefore, the elder brother Cain had to come under Abel's dominion and obey him. Cain also had to support Abel in his will and love his younger brother on behalf of their parents. 
This is how to remove fallen nature and mature one's heart. The elder brother should make the younger brother the mediator and be filial to their parents. Why is that? Among siblings, who is Cain and who is Abel? The one who receives more love from the parents is Abel. Even when you look at families, there are many cases where parents love the younger sibling more. Isn't that strange? If you look at any family, the parents love the second born more than the first born, the third born more than the second born, and the youngest more than the third born. In this sense, by setting the younger brother as his mediator, the elder brother must receive their parents' love, learn their parents' will, and multiply it. Yes. The archangel should have set Adam and Eve as his mediators, but the fall was his failure to do so. In order to restore this, in Adam's family, Cain, the elder brother, should have set his younger brother, Abel, as his mediator. We must restore in our own families Cain and Abel's failure in Adam's family, and we must practice it in our church and workplace. In the family, Cain, the elder brother, should live with the attitude of the receiving his parents' love through his younger brother, Abel. Uh, the elder brother must think of receiving his parents' love by setting his younger brother as the mediator. However, in today's reality, since people do not know this kind of a principle, the elder brother tried to unconditionally dominate his younger brother when the younger brother receives more love from their parents, envy and jealousy come out first. That's why we need to clearly teach our children about principle view on Cain and Abel. But it is really, really difficult for fallen people to put this into practice. Even if you know the principle, practicing it is very difficult. In the family, if the elder brother has the attitude of the receiving love from his parents to the younger brother, that's the way to remove his fallen nature and, and mature his heart. Therefore, the elder brother should make the younger brother the mediator and be filial to their parents. From a heartistic perspective among siblings, who is Cain and who is Abel? The one who receives more love from the parents is Abel. Maybe parents who have raised children experience this a lot, right? But even when uh, look at the family, there are many cases where parents love the younger siblings more. But that doesn't mean that everyone is like that. If the parents love the younger sibling more than me, the elder sibling, I should think of receiving my parents' love through my younger sibling who received the love from our parents. But this is not, uh, not easy at all. But what should we do when this is uh, the way of the principle? The, 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 that's why my brother's conclusion is here. The easiest way is to go beyond the relationship between elder brother and younger brother and serve everyone as what? As what? My able. Okay, next. How to receive love from parents. 
The elder brother must always obey and submit to the younger brother, realizing what their parents meant through the children. However, if the person in the elder brother position ignores and upsets the younger brother, that elder brother's relationship with the parents becomes bad. This is because ignoring the younger brother is the same as ignoring the parents. When we go to church centering on this principle, what must we do to receive love from God and true parents? You must bring people to church who formed a bond with the will through you and longs for you. When we come to church, we should bring a sacrifice of love. We cannot just come empty-handed. And you must think of that sacrifice of love as the able of your heart. You should think that you are going out before God through the sacrifice of love. In order for those who join the church first to always be resurrected and grow, they must live a life of supporting the new members as a sacrifice of love. Uh, I think this is a very important point. If the parents' love goes to younger brother more than the elder brother, the elder brother must always obediently submit to the younger brother, realizing what their parents mean through the children. However, if the person in the elder brother position ignores and upset the younger brother, that elder brother's relationship with the parents becomes uh, very bad. In the family, ignoring the younger brother results in the same things as ignoring the parents. Therefore, when the elder brother deals with the younger brother, they must deal with them with the heart of the parents on behalf of the, their parents. That's why as an elder brother, when you love younger brother, you need to, you need to love them on behalf of their parents. In the you know, elder brother position is the position of the parents. That's why you really, as the, the parents' position, love your younger brothers and sisters. Then any younger brothers and sisters respect you and follow you. Huh? Parents always give first, right? That's why as an older brother, elder brother, always giving and taking care of the younger brother. Then the younger brothers and sisters always follow. Centering on this principle, the person who joined the church uh, first should have the attitude of thinking of themselves as a king and serving new members who are like younger siblings as able. This is very important. Father said, first generation, second generation, who is able? Centering on blood lineage, second generation is able. Our children able more than first generation. But fallen man, you are my child, okay? You are my child, you are my son. So try to control and dominate. But centering on God's point of view, God's point of view different. In terms of the blood lineage, children, second generation, third generation, more closer to God. That's why as a father and mother, need to serve your children as God's sons and daughters, not on your own children. Otherwise, you make mistake. Also, when we join church, okay, someone join since you join church ten years, twenty years, thirty years, you need to think that I'm the position of a king, who just newly joined. They are their position of the able. I need to serve them. I need to welcome them as a king. 
Okay, I born first. That's why my position is decaying. Anyone coming now, their position of able, I need to serve them and love them. But in our church, when I go to Korea, everywhere, oh, I'm senior already. You know, I joined church very long time ago. You need to serve me. You need to recognize me. As an older brother, elder brother, have this kind of mindset, then really big problem. That's why, you know, first one become last one, last one become first one. First one should be your first one, right? So how can I become, uh, 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 how can I become first one uh, all the time? How? When you truly serve young people, when you truly serve anyone join church newly, accept them as your able position, love them, care of them, then they respect you. Then you can keep the you know, first one position. First one should be first one continuously, right? Then how? When you're truly serving younger brothers and sisters, or you're truly serving who joined church uh, recently, then they really admire you and respect you. My brothers and sisters, this is a very important point, no? So, um, so when we go to church, what must we do? Receive love from God and true parents. You must bring people to church who form or born with the will through you and longs for you. When we come to the church, we should bring a sacrifice of our love. We cannot just come empty-handed. How can I receive love from God? You need to multiply. You need to really multiply. Huh? You need to bring the new people. <sighs> then how much God is inspired? You just only attend Sunday service and after finishing and going back home. That does not make sense. Whenever you come to church, you're always bringing new people. Okay? And multiply. How happy, how you can create happiness for God. Do not just come with an empty handed. Huh? With an empty hand. And you must think of that sacrifice of love as the able of your heart. You should think that you are going out before God through the sacrifice of love. That's why, you know, therefore, anyone focus on witnessing, I can tell you, you can revive your spirit. Huh? Salvation is you make yourself very happy, also inspire God so much. You know, what's God's greatest uh, happiness when his children come back from the position of the prodigal son, come back to God's bosom. Who will bring them? If you are the one who can bring a new people to church and introduce God, and then let them know who is God, let them know who true parents are, that is the greatest happiness for God and our true parents, right? Today I talk about serve all people as you are able. That is the safest, safe, safe, the safest way and most stable way, okay? Do not, do, not, do not distinguish much who is Cain, who is my able. You need to treat everybody as you are able. 
is the safest way. And can God always protect you? Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you so much, Dr. Young. Gosh, I wish everyone can understand this. Uh, I think we can really change our our uh, our life if we really follow it this way. Everyone is our able. There's always something God's trying to show us through people in our lives. Now, uh, speaking of ables, uh, we have uh, our living testimony today from Ms. Yejin Ang, and she will talk about a CARP workshop uh, that happened recently. Hello. Hi, Dr. Young. And hey. good morning, brothers and sisters. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I wanted to share my experience um, at the three-day CARP workshop that happened last weekend. Um, it was really amazing, such an amazing experience. And I think, yeah, after, towards the end of the workshop, whenever we had our staff meeting debriefs, I was always rambling about how great it was. So I wanted to share my experience with you all. Um, yeah, first of all, I wanted to thank, the, um, Uncle Noah Ross for his lecturing because it was really incredible. Um, he covered the content he basically, he covered um, main chapters from principle. Um, so it was POC 1 and 2, the fall eschatology, the last days, and then the second advent. And there were two guests there. Um, one of them was staying for the whole time. But I think um, I wanted to reflect on my own experience and how I felt throughout that time. Um, and I think when I reflect on it, very simply, I felt like I was someone who was relearning the principle again. Um, so I heard, you know, I always think of the principle as like God's story. So when I heard from the beginning to towards the end, I felt I felt so many emotions um, while throughout his throughout the whole time that he was speaking throughout the different lectures he had. And I felt a lot of sympathy towards God because I realized he went through so much. Um, it was such a roller coaster for God in a way. Um, but I think um, just I tried to grasp his heart. Um, and I think there's this feeling of feeling like you've done everything, but people still betray you or distrust you or they don't want to humble themselves and really open up to you. And I think that's that was God's situation. I felt that throughout his the time when he was speaking. And um, so after this workshop, I really felt uh, in my heart that I wanted to help God. But yeah, I wasn't sure how, but I really wanted to. And I think I that was just so different from hearing lectures um, growing up. For some reason, with the guests also present, it felt like I was hearing it for the first time. And I was like is God really going through this? Is he really going through all of this? Um, I think one more thing that I was moved by was um, after the second advent and they kind of, or he kind of revealed who the second advent was. Um, they played videos of father and they play videos of him singing with true mother um, and also guiding members um, and um, also giving lectures, um, just him speaking. And 
I think one thing that I was thinking about during that time was when father was talking to the second gen, I think it was Japanese and Korean second gen um, for the last time. And he was talking about how one of his deepest, deepest regrets was that we could not see even one day in Channel Gook that the second gen couldn't see Channel Gook. And after thinking about that, I felt so reconnected as to why I wanted to be in this movement even like, yeah, because the one goal that father had was to bring world peace. So looking at this, looking at his course, I was like, oh my gosh, father already did so much of the work. And I just felt grateful that he put it upon himself to take that path. And yeah, I was thinking about that and I was watching these videos of father um, speaking, the chosen video. I was just crying and crying because I felt like you know, we will talk, we always talk about um, heavenly parents dream and God's dream. And um, of course it's his dream, but I never thought about what my heart wanted and what my heart, with the dream that I had, I realized it was the same as father's dream. We all share like the same dream. Um, and, but I felt like even coming to this workshop was really difficult. There are a lot of, um, we had family plans to go to Florida, but then Somehow they got canceled and it was too expensive. <laughs> but um, because of that, I could go to this workshop. But I realized how hard it actually is for me to follow my heart and to follow what I want. And of course, what Heavenly Parent wants is important. But also, there is a liberation of my own heart that needs to happen too. And I feel like ever since going to school and studying, keeping my head in my books, like, it's so hard for me to follow what my heart wants. Um, and yeah, I always, I often felt like my own dream was a bit foolish, like it's kind of naive, like world of peace, that's so difficult. But it wasn't foolish because um, father was someone who believed in that dream and he, he really, he fought for it no matter how foolish maybe he felt or how other people made him feel. And so, yeah, I had, I overall reflected on this and I had many different inspirations, but I think that was the main, I, I felt like after this workshop, I had such a re, a new determination to assist Heavenly Parent in his dream because I realized that it was also my dream too. And it was also on my heart, even though um, maybe my environment, um, either at home or, anywhere else doesn't support that kind of dream and anyway I'm just really grateful for the staff who um prepared her work so hard I saw Shogo literally fall asleep on the couch because he was so tired uh, I think he tried to pull an all-nighter but it didn't work um but I've, I've seen the staff really invest their whole heart and I'm really grateful for that and I'm so grateful because I feel we had a Christian guest too and I feel I had such a good time in the environment. Mm -hmm. And I was so grateful to witness that. And yeah, so that's my testimony for this workshop. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Yeji. <laughs> thank you, Komap Sumida. Thank you for your beautiful sharing. I hope also you need to study well, okay? Need to make balance, study, and also activity. Thank you so much, Yejin, again. Kamsamida. Yes. Thank you, Yejin. Gosh, I'm really taking away this point about 
this dream of world peace, it can seem naive at first, but when you see some people have really given their life for it, uh, you realize it's, yeah, it's not, not silly at all, but it's hard. It is hard to keep it up. So yeah, thank you for not giving up. And anyway, my dear brothers and sisters, thank you so much for your really incredible prayer for mother. And mother yesterday just left and then went back to Korea. And then mother invited not just only American major leadership, she, uh, also mother invited some of the uh, Japanese key leaders. So mother had a very beautiful time and then giving very clear direction to uh, Japanese, uh, you know, other uh, church. Yeah, something. Uh, anyway, she was so much really happy. And when I look at her, very healthy face, not much really tense. Uh, I hope that mother can come to uh, more often and then can more relax. So thank you so much for your incredible prayer for mother. And she went back to Korea very happily. Just to let you know about that. The day, the day before yesterday, Thursday, I already shared the mother's word. And when I went to the uh, Hawaii, and then at the time, Bishop Kim and me and Dr. Walsh, and then also Tom McDavid, and then now Kimmy and Reverend Jenkins, and then mother shared very important word. So I already delivered to all the Japanese uh, the members. And then now is it translating. And if we complete the, that mother's word uh, within today, maybe I can share from tomorrow or from the day after tomorrow. So what is uh, out from mother's uh, word? So I think some point is very important, I think. So I, I, I'd like to share with you very soon.